Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free at 866-308-8867. That's the number to call her. There, like so many people here, you can come on out and visit with us. And uh, lots of people taking advantage. I've been watching them of uh, things that are on special, like the uh, Esperanza or the Bougainvillea hanging baskets and other items. Um, so there's lots to choose from and lots of great stuff. So come on down and visit with us on this pretty uh, Sunday afternoon. 210-308-8867. They don't have to wear, bring the coat. To... No, you may not. No, leave your coat at home. You think you'll be okay. <laughs> But wearing your mask. And right? guess what? Guess what? I don't know. Longest living people share this hobby. Why studies say it can help add years to your life. And you know what that hobby is? Uh, sex? Uh, no. <laughs> well, they might. I don't know. But this is the gardening. Oh, gardening. I Are didn't never guess that. I didn't think you would. So that's why I thought I better tell you before you guess anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an interesting article if you go to cnbc.com and they hypothesize uh, why it helps you live longer. Uh, do you want to know why? Okay, I'll exercise, tell you. Exercise. Uh, yeah, exercise. Good eating. Good, Man, good nutrition. You, you read the article. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> That's good so far. What it's about? A, it's the same issues that uh, for the last 50 to 100 years. That, that they've been talking about? Okay. <laughs> did I mention exercise? You did. How about did you mention it relieves stress? No. Uh, is there a reason you didn't? No. It exercises your mind while relieving stress. Well, the, the, one of the big issues always is that you, uh, you you see where you fit into the bigger picture in the Maybe world. Maybe so. Nature, and you feel, you feel like you have a little more understanding, and you're not completely at the mercy of of nature, too. So that that's always an issue. He's going to start me crying here if he keeps this up. <laughs> well, I can tell, I can tell gardening has helped your stress levels a lot, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Well, the kid, you know, on the, all those educational programs, the kids always, that was uh, one of the things that they always cited is uh, suddenly the kids are part of yeah. nature and understand they're involved in it not necessarily they don't understand it or they don't yeah. control it but they they at least can see how they can interact with it well and they they alluded to this in the article they uh, said that uh, it was meditative which they talk about meditation helping adults and children focus and now now especially now that they're growing marijuana in their garden 
Oh. Uh, it's very medicating. Oh. No, not medicating, meditative. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, okay, anything that you grow. <laughs> Let's see, it says... Well, in, this, in, this, this, guy, this guy here talking about marijuana. Yeah, uh, it's he's a joke because he tried to smoke uh, hibiscus. <laughs> no, it, yeah. he's, he's, he's like the... Lone Star Hibiscus. Here, this will date me, this reference. He's like the original Yule Gibbons. He's smoking hibiscus. He's eating daylilies. He's chewing on yeah, pine bark. True. Yeah. In one study conducted in the Netherlands, according to the article, 30 people were assigned a stressful test, followed by 30 minutes of either reading or gardening. Those who gardened recovered from stress much more quickly based on both their own reports and a test measuring the less of the level of stress chemicals on their body. Because they went to sleep at reading that gardening book. <laughs> oh, they were reading gardening books? Is that yeah. it? Okay. So anyway, if you want to read it, uh, it's uh, cnbc.com. It's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to download <laughs> for over a week. An article that will publish. I think think we're live again. Yeah, there we are. Okay, good deal. All right, 210-308-8867. Had a little bit of an issue. We had to replay that because of popular demand. It really was popular. <laughs> I forgot to get an article. So this is Saturday the 8th. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll tell you that. And we're live from Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And um, we, are, we got whatever was wrong fixed, and so we're cool. Just... <laughs> It's always one button. That's that's the amazing thing. It's like, all right, let me press this. All right, now we got you. So Calvin is out shopping, uh, and uh, we, we mentioned that we've got all the tomatoes here. He's getting, is he getting the 968s? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that uh, We were talking about the tomatoes uh, in four-and-a-half-inch uh, larger containers, which, which is about all... Uh, uh, Millburger carries uh, as plants when they can get them, but uh, the the four and a half inch containers of tomatoes have just a larger plant as almost the gallons do. So uh, you you get those four and a half inch and put them straight in the garden. Oh, that's what Calvin's doing. And Trace, please report back to the patio, <laughs> back to the porch. Trace, please report you, back to the porch. You got 968, didn't you? All right, we got calls already. Rick is on the line at 210-308-8867. Rick, welcome to the show. Hope it goes okay. How can we help you today, Rick? Yeah, question. What can I do about uh, crabgrass in a common Bermuda yard? I know most uh, applications recommend don't spray over 85 degrees. So am I out of luck until fall, or do I got to wait till next spring? Crabgrass. What, what were you going to spray? You know, crabgrass in a Bermuda grass lawn. That almost everything I can think of will kill both. Hmm. They, they usually use a pre-emergent to prevent crabgrass. Uh, like a, a maze <clears throat> or. XL or yeah, they uh, mention we or, used to have a, a product called MSMA. Yeah. Uh, you want me to spell that for you again, Mister? Would you? MSMA. But we don't have it anymore. <laughs> we don't have it anymore, and I'm looking for the name of the product that we do have. 
Oh, yeah. As an Im- is was it one the- of the Image projects? Project? Oh, one one of the things or? I came across was Image, and then another one was a, was a green light product that claimed it said it was a slight yellowing of Bermuda grass, but I, I've yet to make the purchase because almost everything says don't spray above 85 degrees. Oh, no. yeah. that, well, that's not over the top, is it? The second one? No. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's. He's looking through his notes. He's got, He's got copious notes. <laughs> it's got a strange name to it, but it's uh, supposedly the uh, a replacement for MSMA, which they've taken off the market. All right, again, oh, we need Trace oh. to come back to Trace. Trace, come to the porch. <laughs> That's t- that's tough though. Uh, but yeah, I think there was a limit too on the temperature that you could spray, isn't there? Or? Yeah. Well, anything, any hundred degrees is a challenge for any of those uh, sprays. Um, you want to? Should we wait then, Milton? And yeah, you want Trace will be up here in a second. We can. What other questions do you have on this, Rick? Uh, the uh, as far as a pre-emergent, what do you recommend and what time uh, for next year? Well, I always, I always like Dimension XL or Amaze because it gets both the broadleaf and the grasses. But but it's best at uh, for, for sandburrs and for uh, crabgrass. Uh, and I would let's see, you do it on before March first, and then if you got sandburrs, you generally do it a second time about uh, June. First to June fifteenth, because those darn sandbars, the you know those, those seeds, will sit there and sit there and sit there. Okay, uh, what about mowing? If I like mow twice a week at my lowest setting, will that do anything? Or actually, actually, it will. Uh, now, crabgrass will adapt to it a bit, but the Bermuda grass is, is the most responsive to that low mowing. I don't know if it. Well, I guess just twice a week. Yeah, because this grass, this crabgrass, is it's not growing up; it, it grows radially, so it's almost like the spokes of a bicycle. Yeah. Hmm. Is your 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 Bermuda grass is growing that fast that you could mow it twice a week? I'm actually it was dormant. That's why I called. With this rain we had, it started greening up again. Yeah, hmm. ours too. Not Bermuda, but Saint Augustine. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, crabgrass is kind of adaptive to it. You're, okay. you're right; it'll stay. Uh, some of it'll stay low. It, okay. Well, it, I got another question. I have a uh, oak tree that's probably about 12 years old that I hired somebody to come and cut branches because it was encroaching on the street and the sidewalk. And this individual got a little bit overzealous and trained, trimmed more than I wanted to. So, is there anything I can do to this tree to ensure its health is good, or? You mean in terms of, well, just uh, supplemental watering, but how long has it been there? Um, the, this housing division was established in 2010, so about 10 years. 10 it years, used to be yeah. farmland. Yeah. Live oak, and it's a live oak? I'm not sure if it's a live oak, but the leaves are rather small. Well, the leaves are small. Is it a cedar? Do the leaves drop? They do, and but they drop in the... the the summer, not in the fall or spring. Oh. If it's like February or March, then probably it's a live oak. Uh, they're, they're pretty 
um, they're tough. So that that pruning, that severe pruning, is probably not going to affect it uh, in, in in a negative way in the long term. Other than you just it slows down the growth rate because there's less leaves. But you can you know just plan on giving it a little fertilizer, slow release lawn fertilizer every February. Uh, one cup per inch of diameter over the root system and then give it a little uh, supplemental watering if it uh, dries, uh, if it's a real dry summer, you know, once a month. Just All right, folks, hand, thank you for the info. Hand watering. Yeah, keep listening a second. So uh, wait a minute, I, think, uh, I got it. Oh, you got it? I found it. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't realize it was that far back. Yeah. Uh, the the two things that uh, people are using to, instead of, uh, since they can't get MSMA, is uh, fertile loam weed out with crabgrass killer. Hmm. Now, I've got ridden by that too hot. Oh, okay. So you, I, I and that sounds like what he was saying. Yeah, that may yeah. be what you said. He's definitely, yeah, definitely. You got to check that label real close, Rick, with this. Yeah, seat. and then all-in-one lawn weed killer on an image label. Yeah, image. I knew there was an image. Yeah, and of course. There's all-in-one lawn weed killer. Seems like there's about nine image versions. Yeah, so. we so we got an image label. But that was the only two that uh, they recommended uh, to take uh, the place of MSMA. Okay, I wrote those two down. I, I guess my other question would be if I spray, like, early in the morning when the temperature's like 76, will that work? I'd go ahead and try that. Okay. Yeah, just... And, and we're supposed to have a cool front uh, next couple of days. Below, well, get down to 95. Yeah, then. below 95. Yeah. Uh, 95. But check check that label and make sure, Rick, that 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 will. I don't think I'm with Jerry. I think it won't. The worst thing that would happen would have been it would not be effective. But okay, I'll give it a try. Try. Right. Thank you much. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we found it. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Rick. Thanks for your patience. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty. I'm amazed at Jerry's persistence. I know he didn't give up, did he? And, uh, and uh, uh, it always and it amazes me. With all that paper that he eventually found, it. <laughs> I, I put it on the front page of a of a, a article or something. Oh, okay. And I knew I had it somewhere. Hey, take a second before we go to break. I want to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control. Again, uh, talking to Warren Remy, and they're still getting uh, calls for ants. They're still getting calls for fleas. They're still getting calls for um, for termites. So. If uh, you are not satisfied with your current pest control company, if you're looking for one, uh, give Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control a call. Uh, or if you've got problems with these things, and, uh, you know, one of the things that Warren told me a long time ago is people do try to handle some of these themselves, and sometimes they can't. But he said a, a lot of the new people we get is, I tried everything on my own, I just can't do it. Sometimes it's time to call the professionals. Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite Pest Control. Call 210-656-3721. They'll look at it holistically. They will uh, give you options on what you can do. They'll make sure that you're there helping you to kind of like uh, if the roaches are coming in through a weep hole, hey, this is where they're coming in, guys. They're going to keep coming in unless you seal that up. 
What so, if uh, you think Jerry opens the door for him? Yeah, what if he, yeah, he opens the door and sets them on the couch and feeds them with little TV trays? <laughs> that also keeps them very happy. Uh, you can go to, go to Spider-Man's website and learn more about all the stuff that they do at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them, 210-656-3721, 256 3721. Don't delay. Don't wait. Don't try to do it yourself anymore. Let a professional come in. Let Spider-Man or Warren Remy help you out. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. All right. We're going to, while we've got him on the line, we're going to talk to uh, Tom. Oh, actually, Tom, we are going to wait. I didn't realize what time it is. So, Tom, hang on a second. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Man, I got to tell you, there's lots going on in Millburgers. Next Saturday, August 15th, is Millburgers Big Blood Drive between 10 and 2. This is so important. We've talked in the past about the importance of donating blood. Now, more than ever, it's important that if you can donate blood, you can come to the blood drive. And Millburgers, it's a nice thank you gift for you. So does the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But most importantly, you're helping out your neighbors. Go to the uh, Millburgers website, Millburgers nursery.com to learn more and how to make that connection to it and there you'll find what's on sale this week including some of your favorites and some that we haven't seen on sale in a long time like sinisa is on sale in the three and five gallon containers now 16.88 perennials are on sale man you got a wide source of things to choose from in the number one pot now just four dollars and 18 cents or five for twenty dollars you'll save on mexican bird of paradise you'll save on angel trumpet crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Tom's been waiting. We appreciate that at 210-308-8867. Hey, Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing good, but my, my gardening is uh, stressing me out a little bit. I've got an invasion of leaf miners. Uh-oh. How do I eradicate them? They're a minor problem, aren't they? Oh, I don't think they're helping his stress level at all. (laughs) They're undermining my gardening effort. Oh, very nice. Nice nice comeback. (laughs) What are they they on? Tomatoes? Tomatoes and uh, green beans. Yeah. And eggplant. I know you don't care about the eggplant. They're on new tomatoes or... Uh, I mean, they've been in the ground for a couple of weeks. Okay, and they're they're mining the leaves out, right? Yep, yep. Little lacy, squiggly lines all over the tops of the yeah. leaves. What percentage uh, of the leaves have been damaged? Oh, probably about ten to twenty percent. Okay, so they're in in the Rio Grande Valley. I've seen them as bad as uh, ninety to ninety five percent. Good grief. Uh, there's really, those things are hard to control with uh, with sprays because they're, they spend most of their uh, very, most of the larvae stage 
within the center of the of the leaf, mining out the uh, uh, chlorophyll in the center of the leaf, and so you can't get a spray to them. Uh, but uh, probably the best thing to do. If you want to, if you want to try a spray and you want to try an organic spray, uh, is spray them with uh, thoroughly with uh, uh, spinosad every two to three days, and hopefully you'll get that that little larva. See the larvae pupates and turns into a, a small fly, and then comes out. That's where the tunnel ends. So, uh, you, if you can happen to get a insecticidal spray on there, when that little fly comes out and kills him, you'll kill the kill the cycle. Another thing on the if you, if you take the if you see them trailing uh, on the in other words, they're going from from the bottom of the leaves bottom of the plant uh, since uh, that's where the plant was it was planted uh, if you see them on the new leaves and new t- new uh, new uh, mines or tunnels on the new leaves you can actually see that larvae in there on a, uh, if they're still in there it's a little bitty worm a little bit green worm and so if you can kill those, either remove the leaf or uh, squeeze them and kill them while they're in the tunnel in, in between the layers of the leaf, uh, you'll break the cycle eventually. But as far as the spray, it's almost impossible to, uh, to get those. At one time, we were... We were having, a, they they seem to come and go. I mean, some years you have some, have have a lot, and uh, other years you don't ever see them. But, uh, but maybe just a very few. Uh, when we had a, a big outbreak of them, and uh, I've been ten, five or ten years ago, uh, the transplant growers of tomatoes, like uh, Calvin got uh, two beautiful uh, tomato transplants sitting up here on the table with us, and it doesn't have a leaf miner damage on it. Uh, and so, uh, but they were they were running the tra- transplant industry, and wow. uh, we looked and looked and looked and and. Uh, finally found something that uh, the commercial growers could use to uh, control that. It must, it must be a little fly because what we found to use on it was uh, used as a, a oversight in uh, chicken manure uh, to control the fly population. Ah. And uh, that, that worked on, on the... Uh, on the on the leaf miners, but of course, see they they had to spray them when they were little bitty, uh, because once that leaf miner mined the area, 
<laughs> mind a leaf, people didn't want to buy it. And they thought it was completely damaged, which it's not. Are you sorry you asked now after that long Man. answer? <laughs> no, that's, that was a very nice dissertation. I appreciate yes, that. Thank you. There's a quiz afterwards now, so we'll email that to you. But anyway, try try that uh, spray every two to three days and try to see if you can identify them when they're making new tunnels on new leaves. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That should be easy to do. It's, the garden's not yeah. that large. Be okay. fun. Fun. And, <laughs> and you'll see that little green worm where the tunnel stops when, they, when they're making a tunnel. And, of course, the, the little, you see a little bitty green worm, a larvae, and uh, where the tunnel stops. Mm-hmm. Just give them okay. a good squeeze, and that'll end and when, that. I'm, when I'm done with it, it'll be flat green. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for calling. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll report back. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, please do. I always like to hear success stories. <laughs> All right, let's see, 210-308-8867. We've got Robert on the line at 210-308-8867. Robert, how can we help you today? Uh-oh. Well, we lost you, Robert, so give us a call right back, okay? 210-308-8867. Well, y'all um, haven't congratulated Trace and I for finally having the real Grandy Gold Pepper. Yeah, he's coming up I think now, so Is that's it? great. You want to wait until he gets here? I think he's he's strolling our way and yeah. he can talk about it. Yeah, we worked worked hard to get those on the market and uh, ran into a few, uh, let's see, what do they call it, technical difficulties. Yes, uh, uh, little, little <laughs> speed bumps. Oh, okay. Speed bumps, but uh, it, it took uh, twice as long to grow these plants as it should have because of the problems that we were having. They look beautiful. Yeah. Trace, uh, we're talking about the real Grandy Gold Peppers. I uh, see you finally got them. I, I did get some. <laughs> and it's so, so nice we're out of technical difficulty. Yes. <laughs> I think it was just a button. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yes. So how 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 much how much are the how much are they selling for? Do you remember? Dollar ninety nine. Dollar ninety nine. That's almost two dollars, isn't it? <laughs> he loves when you say that. Look at look at him laugh. I mean, he just cannot stop. No, I'm looking at a receipt where the business I was at kept my change. Oh oh. Yeah. That's, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somehow, right. I somehow have a problem with that. Yeah, I think that you might. Okay. But so, any, anyway. They so look great. How many do we have about? You saw them. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, I think I ordered 10 flats. Oh, okay, yeah. good. And, so, uh, we need was, uh, to, so if you've been waiting, come on over now. Get them, get them, get them, get them. Yeah. Get them and, while it's hot. And if you <laughs> don't understand about real Grandy Gold peppers, I, I put the... Uh, the article that's written about uh, the, that pepper on uh, topics of the month on plantanswers.com. It's the first topics of the month on plantanswers.com. It's labeled as real grandy gold sweet, jalapeno shaped, sweet, belchless mm-hmm. in, in capital, 
heirloom peppers. That's just the first does, page. Does, does, does it yeah, say, there's another dissertation after that. Does it say in parentheses, Milton proof? Yeah, I've grown them. I've even had volunteers I come should, up. I should have put that on there, but I was I was late getting it all into my webmaster. So, but anyway, it's got pictures of them and uh, talk, talks about the history of them. Uh, They're great. And not only are they bouncless, which a lot of people appreciate. What does that mean? I guess some green peppers or some peppers cause you to burp, and yeah. these do not. So when he first put them on the market, his big push was not that they were delicious, not that they looked good, not that they Crispy. grew fast. It was, oh, if you've got problems and can't eat peppers because you keep burping, have we got a pepper for you? So historically, I, I, that only happens to me when they're really hot peppers. Yeah. Oh, well, these are not hot. You've had these before, right? I, I think so. There's a lot of people that uh, that's a real problem for. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, they, they, those people have come up and thanked, thanked me for promoting this uh, real grandy gold belchless. What I wanted to call it, A and M didn't think that was a very appropriate name. They didn't know, <laughs> they didn't know about burpless cucumbers. You know. Well, that's right. <laughs> Number one cucumber selling in the world. I can, I can just hear it now. The obituary, or the the. the Memorial for Jerry. The, the highlight will be the, the pursuit pepper. of the belchless yeah. pepper. Yeah, we'll plant them on, and, his, on his grave. And, and uh, <laughs> the uh, Trace asked, "Why is this pepper belchless?" Yes. Well, we have uh, my brother, the doctor, when we were talking about it. Months ago, years ago, uh, wrote me uh, information on the compound that causes some people to belch. So that's in the article on plantanswers.com. Is there a, a belchless beer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta ask. Yeah. That, be a million, millionaire. You want to start work on that? I yeah. think so. All right. Well, you just just switched Irish whiskey, and that, well, and not a problem. You got pictures on the website and stuff. Oh yeah, because they're they're really a very pretty, about the size of a jalapeno. Yeah, I like them one because they do taste good. They taste like a strong bell pepper to me. Yeah, which is good, but they also have all the different colors on the the, the tree right. at the same time. They're so, ornamental. It's an ornamental plant. Yeah, and so it looks like a Christmas tree. Yeah, because they look like little Christmas lights. And these these things, these plants that we've got out of here, transplants that we got out of here, are uh, are full of buds, full of full of buds. So they're, it's they're B-U-D-S, not B-U-G-S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and, anyway, and not the beer. We yes. finally got mm. them on, and uh, Trace and Milbert has been mighty patient with us, and the grower has been. A mighty, mighty patient with us. So, uh, uh, all for Milton and uh, four or five people that wanted them. Yeah, so uh, James has to come in now. Hurry, James, and come get yours. And I think there was a couple others. I'm forgetting their names. I know there was another man that wanted his. <laughs> uh, I want to say his name was like Mark or Matt or something, but 
Yeah, and and like I said, it took. They better hurry. There's only ten flats. I know. Don't, people, once they hear this, they are turning around. There's twenty. Their cars are turning around. They're all heading toward us. There's now. twenty flats in each flat, right? No. Yes. So, uh, okay, so they, they, are, they are very nice plants. Yeah, oh yeah. Look, look I was nice. surprised after I've been getting phone reports and. I imagine the worst, but uh, these, these are beautiful plants. Yeah, they really are. And um, uh, uh, it just took twice as long to grow them as as it would normal plants. So anyway, read that right up and uh, come on over. As far as I know, I think this is the only nursery that has them because we didn't we didn't grow very many. Uh-oh. We got James on the line with a real grande gold question. All right. All right. James, are you in the car or don't be driving while talking to us, but are you ready to come over? I'm 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 down. I'm the one here in Lytle that record uh, reserve six plants that I'm I'm, I'm working in my home office for the US Army today supporting the oh, effort. Wow. Anyhow, I just heard listening to y'all and uh, I heard the peppers are ready, and you're a ways away. My, so I called my son. He's in town at Lock and Terror, so he's going to go over there and pick up my six. I don't know if they have them on hold for me or if he can just go get six off the shelf, so to speak, or are they reserved, or how does that work? So, so go, have him go to the inside cashier. If it's reserved, they'll figure it out. If not, then he can pick them off the rack. Yeah, did he call in, or did you call in? No, I just called him because I knew he was in town on the north side. But I, know, I, I called. I'm, I'm, um, you called the nursery, I though. Called, I know. No, I actually called the show a month or so ago when they were seeding these a couple of months right. ago. Right. When you're no. trying to find out if there's an interest, I guess. And I said I'd take six. So I don't know if they got them on right. hold no, or if you should just. Nothing's pulled. Don't, don't tell them to go to the cashier. Yeah, I don't. That's what I was worried about because, uh, yeah, so. You can do the curbside. He could do that. Yeah, he could call in. Yeah, just call or... in. Tell him to put your, and then your son could just come and pay, and he'd they'd be they'd pull him. So that's two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. We did not pull your six off of our conversation. Okay. All right. That's what I needed to know. I'll call and let him know. Thanks. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Hi, James. Thanks, James. All right. Hey, we uh, Trace. Can you hang with us? We got to take a quick break. Okay. We'll see. Okay, well, because there's plenty to talk about, too. We've got the blood drive coming up. We've got uh, some cool things on sale. Oh, yeah. So, all right, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Man, i got to tell you, there's lots going on at Millburgers. Next Saturday, August 15th, is Millburgers Big Blood Drive between 10 and 2. This is so important. We've talked in the past about the importance of donating blood. Now more than ever, it's important that if you can donate blood, you can come to the blood drive. And Millburgers, it's a nice thank you gift for you. So does the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But most importantly, you're helping out your neighbors. Go to the uh, Millburgers website, Millburger Nurse com to learn more and how to make that connection to it. And there you'll find what's on sale this week, including some of your favorites and some that we haven't seen on sale in a long time. Like Sinisa is on sale in the three and five gallon containers, now sixteen eighty-eight. Perennials are on sale. Man, you got a wide source of things to choose from in the number one pot now just four dollars and 18 cents or five for twenty dollars you'll save on mexican bird of paradise you'll save on angel trumpet crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, real quick before we get back to Trace, thank you for waiting, Trace. Um, I was talking to the folks at BSG. That's BSGTexas.com online, and they do smart home security. And this stuff is so cool. They were explaining some of the things they can do. And really what they do is more than secure your home, they they help you with convenience, too. So... Um, one of the things they can do now. This is well. This could apply to Trace, for instance. Um, so you 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 leave your house. They put they put a geofence around the nursery. Okay, you leave your house, and then when you leave the nursery, so you turn your air conditioning up to whatever. But you want it cool when you come back. All right. So as soon as you leave the nursery, that phone triggers the geofence, which then tells your air conditioning system to turn on so it hasn't been running all day and now it starts cooling the house down you can do that with garage doors as well so if you leave the house and get within a certain amount of feet and this is he said this happened like just the other day his neighbor he said his neighbor said hey can you go check my garage door and he ended up selling him a system because this happens a lot it says hey you've just left within a five mile radius of your home your garage door is open do you want to close it? Oh, yeah. You click something on your phone, and it closes the garage. It's great. So uh, learn all about this and more at bsgtexas.com. They're local. They do a great job, and they help you develop a system that you want and need, not what they want to sell you. Uh, it's a whole new model, and they do it for a lot less than the other guys. 210-877-1222. 210-877-1222. Or bsgtexas.com. You'll, you'll love learning about all the stuff that they do. All right. Yep, Trace, we got you. So, uh, what, okay, so what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the blood drive? We can focus on that a minute. Sure. Blood drive next Saturday, yep. starting at 10, ending at 3. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, go to uh, com to learn more all about it or learn some more about it. And um, you'll see how to register and all that good stuff. You'll see that Millburgers is giving a $10 gift certificate to everybody that offers to give blood. Sounds right. Yeah. And then you're registered for a bigger prize at the end. And, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice prizes for you, too. Uh, this has been... Uh, when you read their literature and hear the information, uh, donations have been uh, are really in high demand now because there have been fewer donations, um, and that's understandable. But um, nothing to worry about. They'll take care of you. Everything is taken care of. You just make your appointment online with them, and um, that's a big help to them and a big help to you too. So Don't they test for antibodies too? Thank you. Yeah, they test for COVID-19 antibodies as well. It's, off, it's absolutely free. Uh, as well, so if you want to know whether you've had it and you have the antibody uh, in your system, they can they can do that as well. Um, and they do a really cool thing. Um, talking about uh, marketing, um, they when when they call you when you give blood, they actually tell you uh, in your history, Trace. We've seen you give blood this many times. That means you saved this many lives. It's like wow. That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's very smart. All right, so you want to I always t- make them send me pictures. <laughs> I want to know who. I want to know where they live. I want their credit card numbers. We're going to go talk to them. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Trace, let's see. Uh, the other thing to talk about is uh, what's on sale this week because you've got a lot of stuff on sale. Some yeah. Great stuff. There's some neat stuff. Um, I think my favorite is the uh, Dianella, but uh, that's the variegated flax lily. Yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. before, have I? Yeah, we had it once or twice this spring. Oh, okay. What is, I like what that. Is? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. The variegated flax lily. 
Uh, so there's a Mexican bird of paradise on mm-hmm. there. There's Esperanzas. And they're still um, blooming their brains out. Yeah. Out here yeah, look, that guy's got so, yeah. a whole cart full of them. <laughs> Red yuccas. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That's Angel trumpet. Angel's trumpet, yeah. Uh, Mexican bush sage. Calvin yep. was somebody was asking Calvin where that was. Those are starting to bloom. Yeah. Sinisa, yeah. which are also starting to bloom. Yes. Which means rain is on the way. Supposedly. Yeah, I know. That's. Now they're now they're confusing me. And we had that weird rain on Tuesday. Um, did y'all get? Did you get kind of the surprise rain here at the yeah. nursery? Yes. Yeah, it was nice rain. Calvin said he got about a half an inch. I saw someone else reported about two tenths of an inch, which is not as good as a half an inch. But but uh, our, our first caller pointed out that now I have to mow the lawn. Uh. He has uh, his his grass was dormant, and now it's uh, it's growing again, which well, is what it's I'm better experiencing. Better to have a green lawn than a brown lawn. Absolutely, especially if it's caused by rain rather than having to <laughs> yeah. water it. I don't know. Well, it was on Monday because it was on our rain day. That was like woohoo! It's like a double blessing. I don't know that brown lawn trace. You want you, a brown you, lawn? You mow brown grass less than you do green grass. That's so. I don't even know how to yeah, respond hard. to that. So, yeah. so I actually have, have to. I have yeah. dye for oh. for his yard. Yeah. The green. I ought to spray that. You should. You should, you should try it out. <laughs> then, then, you, then you got the best of both worlds. You don't have to water and you don't have to mow. There you go. I wonder if you, after you dye it, when it starts to grow again, can you see its roots? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know Trace. how to answer that either. No, Trace is now, hmm, yeah, okay. And I'm glad I came up here. Um, let's see. We, we uh, didn't get to mention, we mentioned it after we came back on the air, but lots of tomatoes and all the varieties that are chosen and for this area. Lots of other vegetables, too. Oh. Squash. Uh, I think some eggplant. Oh, too. have you still got catnip? I got. I think I got catnip in yesterday. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Je- uh, Dennis. Dennis sent us a, a write-up on the catnip, which we'll get into if we run out of <laughs> other topics. But uh, appreciate Dennis sending that. And uh, uh, my my son loves cats, and uh, <laughs> we've got cats and catnip. And the plant on the back patio and see if we can schnauzers attract, will uh, love att- that. attract the cats closer to the... So that the <laughs> schnauzers can chase them? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I have a story about catnip off the air. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if you've ever wanted to grow catnip, and we have cats and they love catnip, I think that means I can't really grow it because we also have some ferals that... It's stay near the house, and I have a feeling we'll get more ferals if we grow catnip. Oh, yeah. But it looks kind of cool. It'd be kind of fun, and it works. And cats love it. It's good for people, too. You'll, Is it? You'll be the, the, yeah, the dealer for those cats. You'll be the what? <laughs> the dealer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and All right, Mr. Whiskers, you need a little something? All right, come on, come on. Just don't say anything to your friends. Yeah, that article that uh, Dennis sent me to, to try it on you and... Uh, See how it works. What is it supposed and to do then, for people? <laughs> uh, well, I'll do that when we get into a, right. a, a lengthy right. discussion of it. Well, so, but Dennis, Dennis said uh, he quoted one. He wrote me back and quoted one sentence in there. If you, if you see adverse effects, uh, take your cat to the di- to the veterinarian. 
immediately. And he suggested that I might take, if, if you had a problem with it, that we take you to a vet. veterinarian. Immediately. Immediately. Well, look, if my nose is cold <laughs> and stuff, I'm probably okay. Yes, Trace? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, Were you, uh, did you want to talk about what, the plant that you brought up? Let's remind I, everybody, too. We're I getting, think so. We're getting into the prime butterfly season, and we got mist flower here in front of us and milkweed, and, of course, all the salvias and uh, lantanas. Uh, but will we be getting more... Uh, more of the milkweed and misflower trace, you think? I'll know more tomorrow, but um, probably. Yeah. Oh, and then we, uh, Jerry was over at my place, and we were looking, admiring the porter weed. Yeah, uh, the little red one. They were sticking up right in the middle of yeah. everything is, and that bright red uh, flowers. It's September or October, but you need to. You want to be prepared for them. Get your. Make sure you got some milkweed and mist flower. And uh, when David was here this morning, uh, he had 150, 200 bees. Oh, really? On yeah. all the open blooms of purslane. So we were talking about that being uh, a great pollinator plant. Yeah, that bring makes them, sense. Bring the bees in, and uh, especially if they're honeybees, give them something that they can turn oh, into yeah. turn into honey. Yeah, that's good stuff. And then we last week we talked about. Uh, Coral vine, yeah, and that how outstanding, <laughs> outstanding that is. That just the whole that big vine just, it just they'll bubbles. Cover, they'll but, cover that bloom. And that's oh, a, is that right? Yeah. That's a summer bloomer, and uh, well, you know we uh, talk talk about the superstar plants being summer bloomers. That's the reason we chose them. And uh, that's why that one was considered uh, for superstardom, but uh, part of it down. But uh, it it blooms during the hottest part of the summer. Oh, boy. And I don't think those plants will. I've never noticed them. You see them them will? (laughs) I don't think they will. I think they got a deep taproot. So James is back. Now he's calling. He wants to know the tomato varieties we have, I think. No, James. Every, what, you, what you need to know? All the kinds. Every every kind he needs, they got. What do you need, James? We got it. Oh, well, that's good to know because I didn't know for sure what you had. My son's going to go over and know the varieties, and I didn't know what you had in stock. So you pretty much got everything in four-inch pots. We, celebrity. We got a we got a pretty good chunk of everything. Uh, yeah. So if they I was all gonna, if I was going to pick, I'd do a BHN 968, a that's Tycoon, and then that Tycoon Lady What was that one? The um, Tycoon. Okay. Is that the, the Roma? Yeah. Cele- celebrity. Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, hey, the, would that the, real snapper do you I saw Red over there and oh, Phoenix. Red, red Deuce, too, and Snapper. Do we have Red yep, Snapper? Yeah, we've got Snapper. Okay, the Rodeo. All right. Uh-huh. And that's that's the key. And all the tomato varieties we mentioned, Jerry points us out a lot, are varieties that are recommended for this area. Except... Oh what! I had to buy. I had to buy one because people kept asking me for heirloom varieties. Oh, which one? I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was Cherokee Purple. Oh, which which we've yeah. we've people have had tomato contests. People bring those in all the time. They're not pretty, but they do get big. <laughs> um, yeah, we got some top uh, top uh, tomato grower gardeners. Yeah, that, that's one of the Cherokee Purple too. That's Steve. cool. I bet you did get a Good lot. Of Steve people. likes those Cher- Cherokee Purples. And I, I see that uh, Angel Trumpet for Matthew are on sale. Yes, they are. Uh, this week. 
It's almost twenty five million. If you round up uh, on sale for twenty two eighty eight a piece, but two for forty dollars. Now that makes them twenty dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Not even almost. So <laughs> five dollars each. That's five dollars savings mm-hmm. when you buy two. And uh ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, because you're yeah, saying five on each one. Five on each one. Uh, and I was thinking, of course, that's dear. Oh, that's, yeah, but that uh, that's when the trouble starts. <laughs> yeah, that that plant is dearer than, and I can't. And it blooms mostly in uh, fall and early spring. So, what other plant blooms as much as that in the fall and early spring and has a beautiful fragrance like Bermassia. Oh, well, he threw me when he said the fragrance. Fragrance, yeah. I was yeah. thinking, let's see, Duranta, uh, Cape Honeysuckle doesn't have any fragrance. <laughs> Sweet there. olive. Yeah. Sweet olive, yeah. Yeah, and um, even Mexican olive. Now, uh, about three, three or four varieties. And they've got three. the bluminous one, which is Charles Grimaldi. And then they've got some pink ones out there. Hey guys, we gotta we gotta get the news. We're at the top of the hour, so I gotta go throw it to the news. Oh, is it a hard break, Wilson? No, no, I just gotta throw it to the news. It has nothing to do with the, oh, okay. uh, the break. All right, so two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210 308-8867, 308-8867, David Rodriguez is on the line, calling oh, us. What is a he treat. still alive? That's, hey. I, well, we'll find out now. David, is hey. this you? Hello, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Is this the spirit of David? I've even forgotten what he looks like. I know, you hey. never see him anymore. You're apparently not going to their Zoom, uh, their webinars. Yeah, there we go, there we go. How y'all doing You can today? see what David looked like. <laughs> We're doing well, man. How are you doing? Oh, uh, very good, very good. I went by earlier today to, and uh, to talk to Trace a little bit and walk around with him. Beautiful, the, the Millburgers Landscape Nursery. That uh, him and his crew do, do a wonderful job out there. A lot of beautiful, great seasonal plants, and uh, we have um, hot off the press, hot off the press, the new uh, 2020 Texas Superstar Plant Program. Uh, brochure. The last one that was uh, uh, published was in 2016. So this thing is very beautiful. It has 80 plants, an assortment of um, all the plants. A lot of these plants, we when we're driving around the San Antonio area, we see them uh, blooming their brains out right now with the summer summer heat. And um, you know, 90 percent of the plants have come out of the San Antonio Hub with Dr. Jerry Parsons being the godfather of the Texas Superstar Plant Program and 
Dr. Finch helping with the promotions and a, a bunch of other good horticulturalists, Greg Grant and others around the state, Dr. Larry Stein, uh, promoting these. So I'm, I'm real excited. Um, um, I've dropped off. You sound like trays. you're just really full of energy there, David. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't forget uh, the good news that David Rodriguez has added to the program since he he uh, took my place, and he's he's added uh, all his expertise to their selection and process, which is which was much needed. And his and Greg his, Grant's his, been the papers back he writes too. are much shorter than Jerry's were. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's going good. It's going good. And, uh, yeah. So there's lots of uh, lots of selections, and it's broken down into different groups, like perennials. And what are what are per annuals? Did I see that? P E R perennial. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not in Webster's dictionary. It's a perennial we grow uh, as an annual for the guys up north in Dallas that say it, it's the best plant they have, but it doesn't come back. So Dr. Parsons phrased that as per annual. Oh, okay. <laughs> They've got a little of me, me left in there. Yeah, Firebush. <laughs> yeah. I want to know who took those beautiful pictures. Oh, you uh, did. No. I, I think I think 99% of the pictures come from you, Dr. Parsons. <laughs> no, they don't. Somebody. Oh, no, well, uh, there's quite a few in here. Yeah, of the good, uh, Of the good but, ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Somebody has done some wonderful, taking wonderful pictures of those. You know yeah, this brochure is real top notch, real high quality. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I would say it's a twenty dollar value at least. And and Millburgers has been, and the other independent nurseries here locally, uh, Fanix and Rainbow Gardens have done such a great job with this program, and they always carry the plants and yeah. help promote them with the growers and. Uh, but Trace has a, a few of these brochures. So, and I heard them earlier, Milton. I didn't say ask for David. I said if they heard about the new 2020 Texas Superstar uh, brochure on the Millburgers uh, radio show, yeah, there South you go. Texas yeah. radio show, to come on in, ask for it, and they'll get one free per family. Oh, cool! All right, just, just yeah. Yeah, so y'all can uh, talk about today and tomorrow. And, uh, while you can they imagine last, you heard David course. talking about them. Yeah, while they last, of course. And then uh, um, it's a good way to kick off, I think, going into finishing off August and kicking off the fall planting season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, each plant looks like they've got a, a description of it, exposure, the height that it gets to, the type of plant it is, when you plant it, the soil type it likes suggested uses for it and then notes by the author so yeah you're getting a lot of information on the uh on each different plant and like jerry said beautiful picture so yeah this is exactly what you'd get from a book that you'd pay for uh kind of a field guide type thing and this is just uh it's free when you come to millburgers just ask for it while supplies last it's pretty definitely definitely how'd your webinar go last week david uh, it went pretty well. Uh, we do once a month um, um, lunch and learn for the lunch and learn gardening series. It's like a Q and A chat, so people chat in uh, with their questions, and then we uh, so we had a lot, a lot of questions uh, in that hour time all over the the state. So it went very, very well. And our next one 
is that, and I was hearing y'all guys talk about all the cool tomatoes they have at Millburgers. Uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday's uh, uh, chat uh, at 12 noon is going to be uh, Tomato 101 Basics. So we're going to kind of cover uh, fall planting of tomatoes and spring planting and just tomatoes in general. So that's going to be a fun webinar as well. And then they go to your website, the Bear County AgriLife Extension website, to find out about registration. And yeah, well, you don't need to register. Just go to the Bear oh. County Extension Service website, and then it gives you the information how to uh, get into it. It's a Zoom platform that we're doing now, and they just click in, and it, it gives you some guidelines how to do that. You, know, you mean I wasn't, supposed to, I wasn't supposed to pay that guy that sent me Oh, email? yeah. We had, some, we had some issues on that. Yeah, yeah Nigerian prince that said that... Uh, he, he was going to give Calvin lots of money, but he had to pay for this. <laughs> first. Give me, give me $500 and I'll send you a million. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're making jokes of this, but there there's yeah. a, yeah. It was a little. It's yeah. an issue. So you but they've resolved Yeah, the it's sad. It's, a, it's so sad that people do stuff like that, yeah. So yeah. it is free. Like, we don't charge for this, this series. Very cool. David, what else is going on? Uh, Anything just, else? Uh, uh, just uh, trying to stay uh, going forward with this heat, you know, trying to educate the people on this new platform since it looks like um, possibly through through the end of this year we're not going to be able to do any um, face-to-face uh, educational presentations or anything. So it's just... Is that going to impact just, the children's garden and all that? Yeah, I think I think right now it looks like we're going to have to. I'm going to wait two more weeks. You know, we're always optimistic that you know things will change, but we'll we'll look at about two more weeks and make the decision. And and if we if we do go forward uh, with it, uh, it'll be small scale. Probably start in early October for a, a much smaller season, focus on cool weather crops. But we'll we'll see. You know, we we can't we can't even do any face to face, and yeah. our volunteers too. You know, so it's 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 just pretty tough right now. Okay. Well, yeah. So as David was talking about, it's the uh, Texas Superstar Strong and Stunning Plants for Texans, twenty twenty, and it's here at Millburgers. But how many pages would you get to see? Um, there's 80 plants in here, and every okay. plant has a colorful picture. And uh, walking around with Trace today, you know, we can name quite a few of these plants that they have for summer colored plants at this time. And then when they're available during the season, uh, without a doubt, they carry, uh, carry pretty much all these when they're available. So they they mm-hmm. really support the program quite a bit. Yeah, we've been talking about a couple of them right here between the... The Pride of Barbados, the Thoralis, and those are gorgeous pictures. That's a pretty picture of the uh, Pride of Barbados. Yes, and then towards the the next couple weeks or so, uh, uh, talking to Trace, he should be bringing in the super six-packs of, uh, landscaper six-packs of uh, the fall marigolds, the merry moms, and zinnias towards the end of oh, August. Good. So that's going to be good, too, so. Oh, I know Calvin zin- likes the zinnias, gonna, too. They're going to have zinnias in the, in the fall? Yes, sir. Fall zinnias and fall marigolds. That's the only time they should be planted, isn't it? According to Neil Stern. Yes, Spirit. sir. Yeah. Well, you can plant. Calvin plants them 12 months out of the year, so. I know. He plants many uh, times. He, he doesn't listen to Neil. 
Butterflies really appreciate it. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Poor Neil. Do you get people calling and complaining? Does Neil call you and go, what is, what is Parsons talking about? Tell him to stop picking on me. When we were there this morning with Trace, we are looking. He had a beautiful table of four-inch four purslane. And the, the amount of bees that were on that, going for yeah, the was, pollen and nectar, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, he was telling us about that. Very, very beautiful. He said, well, the customers aren't going to buy them now because of the bees. I said, put a sign in it. It's a, it's a bee magnet, and you can help them get the plants. And we get that question, I'm sure you do too, a lot from people that say, what can I plant? I'm growing these fruits and vegetables. What can I plant to make sure I have pollinators? So pollinators have and then... It's, we get people, I want something pretty that blooms but doesn't attract pollinators and bees. So we get yeah. those calls, too. Yeah. Well, some, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I think we're getting more and more people that are are planting things just for the attraction of pollinators. Yes, yes. I feel like they, they recognize their uh, responsibility that gardeners have to uh, have plants out there that pollinators can utilize. And with purslane, you can attract the bees and... Eat the plant. Yeah, yeah just don't yeah. eat, don't try to eat them at, with the bee sound, on the flower. Yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> be on the flower. <laughs> well, that leads into the what uh, Calvin was saying on the back page of the Texas Superstar 2020 brochure. It has a, a little picture of a little bee on there. So it's uh, it, when you go to these plants, you'll find out plants that attract pollinators. Uh, plants that have deer resistance and a little bit of uh, guidance on that uh, guideline, and then of course water usage as well. So that's also part of the this brochure. Yeah, I missed that. And more, more important, it has Texas Superstar deer resistant plants. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I, I hope y'all ran that by Forrest Appleton. Yeah, it has that quote on there about establishment for six months and stuff. <laughs> Uh, oh, we, yeah, we made, sh- we made sure we put it in six there. Six-month time period after planting for plant establishment. Yes, sir. Yeah. Got to cover cool. our bases. You did good. Thanks, yeah, David. Thanks nice for calling pleasure. in. We'll keep talking about okay. it, and if we make any mistakes, you call us back. Okay? Yeah, find out. Find yeah, and tell, and tell Trace if he wants beer that doesn't give him that issue, uh, Blue yeah. Star Breweries has the best beer for that. They got a belchless beer. Yeah, well, he 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 sources everything organically, and the way that he brews his uh, and he's the oldest brewery in San Antonio and Southtown Blue Star Brewery, oh. and and we have people that will say that, that they don't have that issue. You know, their stomach hurts, or oh. I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. they won't get hangovers if you drink too much beer, but uh, the other issues, so that that will prevent that. Good quality beer, you won't have that issue. Wow. Mm. Thanks, Dave. You All take right. care. Talk to you guys later. Have a great weekend. beer, though. <laughs> if the, bye. If you, bye-bye. <laughs> if you uh, use it on snails, too, that's the bad part, is you just hear them in the yard before they die. Yeah. Burp. Oh, sorry. Burp. Oh, my. Too much beer. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The booklet David was talking about, the book, really, uh, looks like a magazine. Yeah. Is uh, here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, and uh, if you uh, to the Texas Superstars and while they last, and I think he had a number of them, but it's not enough that uh, you know with our far-reaching show, 
and as much uh, act- as, as you know activity as we get, uh, you may want to come in quick for that one. And you know what else they can get? What free? What what what? The newsletter. The newsletter. I yeah. got my newsletter for August in the mail to, uh, day before yesterday, and so uh, uh, and we'll probably talk about it more tomorrow. But uh, you can pick up a copy. You can also turn in your name and address, which you can do over the phone, too, to have them mailed to you free mm-hmm. of charge. Mm-hmm. Or you can get them on the Internet. You yep. can go get them on the Internet on the, the Millburger uh, newsletter. Yeah, MillburgerNursery.com, yeah, and then you can click on newsletter. Yeah. You can see old ones there. You can... Uh, uh, register and, and have them do it. But if you, we know there's still some folks who uh, don't do uh, internet or aren't real comfortable with that. You can just call in the old school way, as the kids say, and two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, they'll um, and you they'll know, take care of you. Make sure it's mailed to you. They've got an article in here by uh, Bonnie L. Grant. Grant, I don't know if you related to. Greg or not? I was going to ask. To a certified urban agriculturist, hmm. and she wrote an article on Texas Sages. And guess guess what picture they have? They have Lynn's Legacy Sinisa, a picture. I bet that's a killer on the in color on the internet. See it? Yeah. And we have it on sale. So all all of this ties together pretty good. It says, Lynn, uh, Lowry, uh, Lowry's legacy, Sinisa, is sometimes called Lynn's Everblooming. I've never heard it called that. Texas sage because of the reliable and continuous fusion, profusion of flowers displays throughout much of the year. Mm-hmm. No. 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 It's just like any other Sinisa. No. The difference is it, it comes and goes. It has bloom cycles and it stops. This color this this cultivar distinguishes itself from other Texas sage because it is not extremely it's not only extremely colorful, but it cycles in and out of bloom much better than others. Lowers legacy Sinisa is a Texas superstar plant. What information did they leave out of that method? About it's the rain? blue. Oh yeah. I have to go <laughs> the see. Others the, are purple. Yeah, it's a, it's a rich purple, a in, rich blue. In fact, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's my picture that they used. Oh okay. And uh, the if you look at the background. Yeah. That's a regular Sinisa. Oh, where did you take the picture? purple at the Botanical Garden. Oh, okay. I'm going to go look now. And uh, uh, and it, it shows it's got purple blooms, but look at, look at what, which is the showiest. Mm-hmm. I mean, that lens legacy stands out and beats you over the head. Also, it's deer resistant, or uh, probably deer immune. I don't, I don't think I've, we've ever heard of a deer eating Sinisa. Well, the minute you say that, you better be careful. 
<laughs> Maybe. I, I can't imagine that they might eat one, uh, you know, that's young and just beginning to well, they're flush eating, and grow. In my neighborhood, a strange thing, they're eating, uh, oh, I think I told it's about Esperanza that were uh, done some construction and ro- and uh, kind of chopped them up a bit. And oh, okay. New, new growth, growth. New growth coming up. And they're nipping those. They're, uh, I went ahead and watered my uh, iris, my big iris bed, and... Uh, they're chewing on the oh, end. Oh no! They're chewing on the ends of those. That is like that young girl. You know, I told you about them eating my eating in my yard, which is new, a new occurrence. Uh, eating the tips of my Asian jasmine. Yeah, it's strange. It's so. Just just the very tips, and you you see them take a tip, and then they'll go on to the next tip. <laughs> well, the the factors there are new growth. Yeah. Drought, um, yeah, and that's let's see what else. New growth and drought; those two are yeah, main, those main are th- the main ones. Hey, we got Sharon on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sharon, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Good. Well, how can um, I help you? You were talking about the newsletter as I was listening, but in there, you. Uh, Jerry was talking about trimming back the Esperanza for more fall, uh, fall bloom. Right. I want to know how far back I should trim it. You cut the uh, the blooms are kind of on a spike. Okay. You know, uh, kind of have a main stem, and you cut them beneath. In other words, you cut the blooms off, cut the bloom okay. spikes off. Just go ahead and cut all off, cut all the yeah, of the cut everything off. off. Okay. And that'll, that'll force uh, new growth beneath that uh, that uh, a spike that just had, they had on there. Now, It'll make it go back down the root, the uh, stem farther. Right, right, right. And okay. make it bushier and things like that. But and is now, that? Uh, uh, some people say you don't need to do, don't have to do that. Which is true. You don't have have to do that, but if you want more bloom and sooner bloom, rebloom, uh, then you want to do that. Is that also true with the pride of Barbados, Barbada? That's more. Uh, that's even more of a question <laughs> because it's more. I don't. Uh, I don't believe it is length of day. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, they're they're setting their seed now. I, I've seen, I've got of course I got a lot in my neighborhood, and they're setting their seed now. Uh, most people, uh, most people will uh, uh, try to save the seed, right. which is a no-no, because it takes two years from seed to bloom. So you're We're better to off cut to the seed pot off, right? Uh, you can, but it's not necessary. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What well, the reasons for that is? You're cutting the seed pot off now, trying to encourage re-sprout, re-sprouting of a tropical plant, true for tropical plant. Uh-huh. And uh, what will happen is when you cu- you cut that seed pot off, 
the temperatures start to cool. I know they don't seem to be starting mm-hmm. to cool right now, but uh, that's why we plant our tomatoes and, and some of our fall vegetables now is, is uh, getting them ready and established for cooler weather in the fall. But when cool weather hits a tropical plant like that, it stops it. In other words, it doesn't, doesn't uh, initiate new growth. Like okay. cool weather stops our lawns from growing, too. That's why we fertilize in the fall. Uh, so they can uptake fertilizer and not grow excessively. So, anyway, I, I, I don't think you're getting much off of uh, the go, uh, Pride of Barbados to cut those back. Also, we've, we've, uh, we've wondered about uh, cutting back uh, crepe myrtle, cutting the uh, pods off the, one, off the crepe myrtle. Uh, Neil Sperry says that that's not necessary, and I, I kind of agree with him. Unless you do it uh, earlier in the summer. But uh, if you do it now, you're going to run into the same problem that you run into with the Pride of Barbados. It's not, it's not going to have time, sufficient time to push out new growth and have another bloom. Okay. Well, what else needs to be cut back now? Um, I think uh, 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 Calvin wrote about uh, La Salvias in his article today uh, in Express, and uh, I think they need to be cut back because they're f- oh. they're fa- they rejuvenate rather fast. Uh, how far can, how far back do you cut them? Uh. Probably, well. I've got uh, some that are pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, if you, ta- you are you talking uh, the one that grows tall, or are you talking Gregia, Salvia Gregia, that uh, the cherry sage, which is kind of a small uh, bush. I'm not sure. So I've got some that are growing, you know, like three foot tall in pots. Oh, okay. Uh, you can is cut those in half if you want to. And fertilize them and water them, and they'll bloom, be in bloom by the time the butterflies and hummingbirds come through. Okay. Sharon, i got to take a break, okay? All right. Hang on a sec, or you want to? No, I'm fine. That's, uh, I just wanted okay. to. Okay. Thank you for calling. Else, I'll, I'll yeah. hear you on the radio. Thank okay. you, Sharon. You take care. Thank you. All right, okay. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Man, I got to tell you, there's lots going on in Millburgers. Next Saturday, August 15th, is Millburgers Big Blood Drive between 10 and 2. This is so important. We've talked in the past about the importance of donating blood. Now more than ever, it's important that if you can donate blood, you can come to the blood drive. And Millburgers, it's a nice thank you gift for you. So does the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But most importantly, you're helping out your neighbors. Go to the uh, Millburgers website, Millburgers. 
SteinbergerNursery.com to learn more and how to make that connection to it. And there you'll find what's on sale this week, including some of your favorites and some that we haven't seen on sale in a long time. Like Sinisa is on sale in the three and five gallon containers, now sixteen eighty-eight. Perennials are on sale. Man, you got a wide source of things to choose from in the number one pot now just four dollars and 18 cents or five for twenty dollars you'll save on mexican bird of paradise you'll save on angel trumpet crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery back to millburgers garden in south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 another recommendation for you i was looking at a uh picture a friend was taking of his backyard and something he wasn't trying to show but it did show was his back fence and the fence uh, you've seen this before it kind of looked grayish black and it wasn't just shiny and look didn't look like new again uh it didn't look like new at all uh, and you've seen other people that are putting up fences i see them in my yard and they look absolutely gorgeous because they're their deep rich shade of brown well I want you to go to deckandpatiocare.com because you'll see an example, a before and after example of the same porch, uh, same walkway, rather, that leads up there. It's on a deck, and that leads to the front of the house. And the left side, the before side, is exactly what that fence looked like. It was gray and black and dingy. And the right side, it's all bright and beautiful and brown and rich colored and looks like new again. So when Barry Hergendorf says it really can look new again, he's absolutely right, and he can show you how. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. or deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com. Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, were you one of the ones, Marty, that wanted the uh, Rio Grande Gold Peppers? Yes, yes, I'm one of the ones. I remember now. <laughs> I, I knew it had been eminent. I, I, I got the ma right. So, yeah, right. did you hear we got them? Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be sure come over and get some. Good, good. Okay. Okay. Okay, but but you had a question about something else. Yes, I have a, a question for Doctor Parsons. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hear you mention uh, the term uh, Changsha. Changsha, right? Yeah, right. Now, is that uh, is that a, that's a Satsuma orange? That is a uh, Satsuma. It's a. Okay, all <laughs> all satsumas are tangerines. Okay, but all tangerines are not satsumas. Okay, I learned that from a citrus specialist. Uh, okay, Changsha is a tangerine. Okay, and it's it's a it's hardier. It's the one I guess with the hard one of the hardiest citruses. Edible citruses that we that we have available. It uh, it comes true from seed as do most citrus, and um, it it's it's very seedy. In other words, uh, each each locule or piece of orange, mm-hmm. uh, a piece of tangerine, has right. uh, three seed in it. But it's very okay. tasty. <laughs> the right. seed or the yeah. fruits? Well, for me, this I just eat the seeds. Yeah, I know, but most of us don't count. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the satsuma is a is is a seedless tangerine. Oh, okay. Uh, practically seedless tangerine. Okay. Now the uh, 
the uh, the ones the new ones, uh, orange frost and Arctic frost, uh, that were developed by Mr. Moy at the right. San Antonio Botanical Garden. Uh, they were a cross between uh, Changsha and a Satsuma. Okay. Gives, it gives them okay. a little bit of extra cold tolerance. Okay. I've heard you mention uh, Miho and Sito. Now, right, what is it? Those are my, uh, Sito is my favorite uh, Satsuma. Okay. Now, is that a Changsha or not? No. No, okay. Ch- Changsha is named after uh, either the city or the providence in in China. Okay. Uh, okay. It's called Changsha. Okay. Uh, so if Satsuma, I- Satsuma, I think is a uh, is a province in uh, uh, China. Okay. So or if I wanted Japan, a. If I wanted a Changsha, then and I would go there to Millburgers and just ask for a Changsha, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I don't know if they sell them. I don't oh, know if they. Wow. If we have Changsha, we have the the uh, orange frost and uh, fr- uh, uh, Arctic one, frost, uh-huh. Arctic frost. But okay. uh, you don't want all those seeds in there. Well, in past, no. past years we've occasionally had it. I think that's yeah, I got mine. Every, might, have, might, right? have been, might have been 15 years ago. I so, yeah, so you're coming to get the the Rio Grande Gold Peppers. You can. I'll, oh yeah, I'll, I don't. I'll, yeah, I'll we don't have we don't have Changsha no. no. No, but you can ask if they have, or you can put yeah, it on a wish I'll, list, and they'll call you yeah. when they get it in. Okay. Yeah, that, well, that's the one that Malcolm Beck used to grow. He had, he had about five or six trees out at his Gardenville location. And okay. uh, Malcolm would uh, grow seedlings and give them to people. So he okay. contaminated uh, most of San Antonio with those trees. <laughs> right. And uh, you, you know that they're, they're good uh, in the fall, to eat in the fall, and they have lots of seed. If you find an orange tree that has that character, those characteristics, you can save the seed and grow your own trees. Okay. It take about okay. four or five years for them to start producing. Okay. But uh, Malcolm could uh, could only grow Changsha out there at Gardenville uh, because the Satsumas, Mio, Sito, uh, would freeze. Okay. Uh, there next to that uh, Salado Creek. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for your diligence and yeah. thank you for your del- uh, of uh, of. Uh, Saving the real grand goal, I, I really appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. I hope you do. It's much trouble that we went through. <laughs> I, you I, know, I, know, to, I know. Just for you for, and I, Marty. For you and Milton yeah. to have a plan. And James. James is getting one. <laughs> That's right. That's there you go. Yeah. Okay, Marty, will wave I'm, at us when you come by. I sure will. All right. Thank you, guys. Nice talking to you. Bye. Nice talking okay, to you, too, bye-bye. Marty. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Getting back to the pruning discussion we had with that uh, yeah. lovely young lady that called in. Mm-hmm. Um, you get uh, what the uh, chores to do in the garden this week is uh, prune salvia gregii. Now that's the the one they call cherry sage, or mm-hmm. is that right? 
Yeah. And uh, it's the and autumn, it's a, autumn sage. Yeah, autumn sage. It's a small bush, and uh, I think it comes in colors too. Lots of colors. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, what's up from Savio Gregi and rose bushes by one third to stimulate new growth. It's on those new shoots that fall blooms will be produced. So they. they, they yeah, 210-308-8867. All right, well, you want Somebody to... Somebody's looking for tomatoes yeah. that are not on the market anymore. Oh, yeah, both celebrities. That we used to recommend. Carnival? That's one you Carnival. Recommend. Oh. And nematode resistant, too. Oh, wow. It's a good tomato. Oh. Why are all the good tomatoes no longer on the market? <laughs> well, that's been 30 years ago. Oh, okay. Well, then... Uh, but anyway... Uh, also, uh, in the pruning category, pinch or, pu- pinch or prune flowers from coleus, basil, mint, caladiums, and other plants where flower, bud, where flower buds and flowers stop production of new foliage. So uh, that's... And then uh, spent... Flower stalks, or prune those off. Seed heads from annual and perennial plantings to keep the landscape tidy. This does not, however, include crepe myrtles. This is uh, Niels Fair. Do not feel like you have to remove seed heads from them. They'll grow. They they'll grow around them. And I like I said, this late in the season, I don't think. Uh, think it's time to uh to uh you won't have time to initiate new growth if you cut those seed pods off uh now when is it we do our fall pruning on roses calvin <laughs> i i i don't think the uh they say uh, neil says now but right. but i don't I, I thought that i thought we did our Fall pruning much earlier. Much earlier than that? Let's see, July. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's mighty hot. I, th- I think you can wait. We need a rosarian to call in. I think you can wait until later. Now, yeah, they're not, mu- not doing much right now. No. And I noticed you hadn't pruned your roses back. Yet. Well, I never... I never prune my uh, tough modern roses. Oh, you don't? You don't tidy them up? Not, not much. Just occasionally. <laughs> I have more, I have more uh, fun trying to keep the uh, pigweed and the other yeah, stuff out of there. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't pruned your roses yet, I don't believe that you're late. Why would you not Wait till later to prune your roses and initiate new growth. I guess, I guess the old adage is, you don't want to want them to have new tender growth when the first freeze or frost comes. Yeah. Now that we have uh, global warming. There you go. I don't think that pertains anymore. Maybe it's a whole different world now. And I know uh, this heat, and we're supposed to have. 
couple of over the 100-degree temperatures this coming week, I know that the heat's going to stop those roses from well, moving I was kind of, or from putting uh, out new growth. I was counting on Milton to let us know since the Sinisa uh, are blooming that uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be get, getting some rain and cool weather along with it. I know. Let me go check and see what the forecast I well, just don't know when. Do yeah, two two weeks is what I say from They're, the they're certainly blooming. Yeah, yeah the they're they re-blooming again. And uh, there's one right where I come out of my uh, subdivision, uh, right on the corner there. And uh, I, I was thinking I probably need a picture of it, as if I need another picture of uh, that Sinise, because it's in full bloom, and it's got a uh, Gold Star Esperanza. Mm. In full bloom, right by. So uh, it's kind of showy. It's not a Lynn's legacy, though. No. This is a regular, regular Osanese. The Durantas are finally starting to do some blooming around. Yeah. Uh, just in time for the late uh, for the butterflies. Yep. Hey, well, let's take a quick break while we got a chance. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Don't forget, next week at this time, we'll be talking about our blood drive that'll be going on Saturday the 15th from uh, 10 until 3 at Millburgers. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Man, I got to tell you, there's lots going on at Millburgers. Next Saturday, August 15th, is Millburgers' big blood drive between 10 and 2. This is so important. We've talked in the past about the importance of donating blood. Now, more than ever, it's important that if you can donate blood, you can come to the blood drive. And Millburgers, it's a nice thank you gift for you. So does the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But most importantly, you're helping out your neighbors. Go to the uh, Millburgers website, Millburgers. Nursery.com to learn more and how to make that connection to it. There you'll find what's on sale this week, including some of your favorites and some that we haven't seen on sale in a long time. Like Sinisa is on sale in the three and five gallon containers, now $16.88. Perennials are on sale. Man, you got a wide source of things to choose from in the number one pot now just four dollars and 18 cents or five for twenty dollars you'll save on mexican bird of paradise you'll save on angel trumpet crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. All lines are open, so give us a call real quick, and we'll get you in and, and help you out today with your, your gardening questions, 210-308-8867. Uh, the article in the Express News uh, today was covers uh, lantanas and salvias, um, lots and lots of uh, choices in terms of... Uh, uh, plants sizes and bloom colors and and uh, most of them most of them are deer proof and most of them are drought tolerant uh, most of them take full sun i did mention the uh, uh, salvia splendens which they use much more up north than we do here but we we usually have it early in the summer here very nice looking flowers i'm afraid that one the deer will eat at, at very least they it's a 
when it breaks down pretty easily. Yeah. Most of the salvias, they can kind of wander through them without doing much damage. But uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're plants that deserve to be in every landscape. Yeah, you mentioned Lucantha, which is on sale today. It says attracts butterflies and what three three number three pot regularly nineteen ninety nine Milton. Almost twenty. Almost twenty. On sale for fourteen eighty eight. And it's in a three three gallon or number three container. And so uh it it if you if you get it now and plant it uh, as Calvin has often said in his articles, a lot of these perennial plants are fairly easy to establish in in our landscapes in hot weather like this. Not like our trees, <laughs> trees and shrubs. They they uh, don't grow much root system in a hot, dry soil. So, but uh, these uh, perennials have a more of a fibrous root system, and uh, they can get established. But anyway, you st- you plant the salvia now, and the deer won't eat it, right? Let's see. Yeah, no. Is it, yeah, deer resistant. Uh, and they will put on new growth if you keep them well watered and uh, and. Uh, water with a water-soluble fertilizer, uh, later on this fall, they'll, they'll give you a good bloom uh, from the plants that you plant now. So, yeah. And it attracts butterflies and bees and bumblebees. We talk about uh, the uh, lantana, uh, the, the spreading lantana, the lavender. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a unusual plant. We think of all the lantanas being full sun and hottest part of the summer, but that one prefers to uh, does more blooming in in the early spring and uh, in the fall. And in fact, a mild winter will go quite a ways. I've also had good luck with it with uh, some shade. Are you talking Savia coccinia? No, coccinia is a, a, sh- a it's does a shade. real well. Sh- yeah, it does real well. I was thinking, lan- I was doing lantana montevidiensis. Oh yeah, yeah, and it does its best in the winter. Yeah, looks uh, really good. Which we didn't know when we <laughs> promoted it. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good plant. The butter butterflies and hummingbirds certainly like it too. Yeah, and it's, it does it does its best in the winter. When uh, there's very few plants, but other plants blooming. So, uh, so that yeah. that and uh, salvia coccinia can take uh, quite a bit of shade. Sa- and salvia coccinia reseeds too. Yeah, it pretty does. Well. I think I think a lot of them of the salvias will will recede, but the coccinia really is uh, gets start, gets uh, started in an area. Uh, and you'll, you'll have them coming up by seed, uh, both in the shade and the sun. And uh, over a long season, too, they're, 
They're uh, they're part of almost every wildflower mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get the red flowers, and they'll bloom in the uh, fall, and they'll bloom through the summer. Yeah. And uh, the of course the butterflies, hummingbirds really like them too. And the deer pass them out. And you mentioned uh, trailing lantana, Monte Vincis. We we just got to talking about it. And uh, it's I think it's more of a ground cover than the other lantanas are. The, yeah. the other, it's not as upright as the others are. It's got a little uh, the foliage is. Uh, Got a fresher green, I think, than, mm-hmm. than the others. Also, it's not, uh, you wouldn't expect uh, the lavender lantana to uh, be affected by oh, the lace bugs that we were, right. we were talking about, like uh, our, la- our uh, new gold lantana, which is really notorious for having this uh, pause, uh, bloom pause because of the the lace bugs get after it, suck the juices, and and it, uh, sometimes it you get reblooms in the fall. Other times it doesn't. But if you do have one that uh, has that has had a problem in the past or starting to show a problem, Jerry came up with a, a strategy that the landscape uh, care people follow, and they they use a little st- string mower and kind of. Just a relatively shallow cut through there to uh, take off half of that uh, bloom, and it kind of serves as a deadheading process. Yeah, it perks it up and get, gets a stimulates some new blooming. Of oh, the Monte Vincis? No, I think uh, I think it's more more so most effective on the new go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Montevideo, the lavender, needs no any of that kind of no. attention. It says <laughs> you you write in about in the, the, today's column. It says new gold produces showy blooms in the hottest part of the summer. They're blooming all over town yeah. right now, without any seeds to produce to produce invasive plants. Uh, you say, uh, people don't realize that there's so many, so many, so many new gold lantanas are around town. If those things produce viable seed, we'd be in a heap of trouble because yeah. they'd be worse than hackberries. Well, and we every once in a while you get reminded when we have a mild winter how much the uh, native uh, lantana recedes and and how much that. Uh, Oh the, um, oh the lantana that uh, the what's the what's the other one with the no. orange and red flowers? Hey, the naturalized. The Florida. Yeah, how much? Florida? Yeah, how much they spread? And <laughs> if uh, new gold had a bunch of seed, we'd be buried in it. Oh yeah, I was thinking of uh, every time I mentioned Florida, which I thought was a. An appropriate name for that wild lantana. Uh, I I first first saw it. I really noticed it in a in a field uh, owned by uh, out in a wild by George Cook over at Hondo, and 
uh, it was blooming. It was in the spring, and that thing was knockout. So I asked George, could I dig one up? He said, <laughs> dig them all up. Yeah, dig them all up. <laughs> and so I went out there, and a little naive me went out there and started digging that thing up. They've got a taproot that goes from here to China. So I dug as much as I could in that rocky soil and then finally cut the taproot off. It th- I think the plant lived. I cut it in half yeah. or, or more. And uh, and it lived, much to my dismay, because then it started seeding out around the greenhouse. I think we still got some some remnants of that around the greenhouse. They're yeah. hard to get rid of. In South Africa, it's a target plant because it re- really... It spreads everywhere? Yeah, it spread, spread everywhere, and they've got big, oh, uh, special, uh, you know, efforts to... You yeah, know, like we do prickly pear. Yeah, destroy the the uh, exotic invading <laughs> lantanas in your landscape. I wonder if uh, remedy would get rid of us. I never. I, I know Roundup won't, but uh, uh, I bet remedy would I knock them back. I just sprayed some uh, Roundup on it. That's no, I don't think that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> And then Calvin talks about uh, uh, one one problem is the lace bugs and talking about controlling those. And uh, you say, New Gold Lantana freezes back to the ground every winter. New Gold Lantana every winter? That's in my, in my neighborhood. Mm. All right, guys, we got about 20 seconds, so we'll... Address, 20 seconds? We'll, we'll have to more discuss that further. I can't cut that off. I can't do that in 20 seconds. So we'll wait till tomorrow. All right. Hey, listen, we're going to wrap it up. We want to thank you for listening and being a part of the show. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Excuse me, I'm Milton Glick. We'll be back tomorrow. 